Hi, this is Carrie Ann Reed Brown, and this is Carry On Friends, the Caribbean American podcast. ball has dropped. We've started a new year. And I want to know, did you start your year with a list of goals and things you want to accomplish for this year? I got a confession. I didn't start the year with one. Happy New Year and thanks for joining me for this episode. It's still kind of early in the year. And, you know, I guess it's still typical that we're, we're still having conversations about setting goals and resolutions and giving advice to others. But have you ever thought back to evaluate all the goals and plans you had set the previous new year just to kind of see how you've done with them or, you know, all the advice you've received from blogs or maybe even podcasts like mine? Have you ever wondered if or how people did on their goals or even for me, did I take my own advice? All right, so why am I asking this question? So the thought really came to me because my husband and I, we watch Inside the NBA on TNT with Shaq, Kenny, Charles, and Ernie. Love to watch it, but we haven't watched it in a while. And so these show the show is pretty long, so it's taking up a huge amount of space on our DVR. And we're like, okay, we need to go through this and like watch them, you know? And... um. As I'm watching the old episodes, and I'm not talking like a week old or two weeks old, I'm talking like months old, like literally we were in January and we're, we had shows from November we didn't watch yet. And as I'm going through the show, I'm listening to the guys with their predictions or their analysis. And I said, I wonder if they'd ever go back and watch old reels or shows to see if their predictions or analysis matched up or turned out to be anything. Because it's almost like we're in the future and I'm watching the past or I'm watching the show right now. And but I also know the future, which is kind of the current up to date. Anyway, weird. I know. Um, and really, like I said, at the time, I didn't start the new year with any kind of ideas to say, hey, these are the goals. This is what I wanted to do or these are, this is what I wanted to accomplish. And I knew I'm set to record this episode. So I said, you know what? Let us talk about setting new goals for 2019 after I've seen how I've done with the goals that I've set for 2017 into 2018. So before we move ahead with the business of life in 2019, I'd like us to do some reflection. You cool with that? All right. Let's go back to December 2017, episode 76. Before I cut to the episode, and I'll, I'll, I'll just give a quick synopsis. Life happens. I was going through a lot of changes. I was mourning. Um, it was taking a toll emotionally. I had a quick stint of unemployment. Then I got a new job. Then I got pregnant. So life was really bringing the challenges as fast as a 100 meter hurdle race. So by the end of 2017, I was exhausted. I was hunched over panting like a sprinter at the end of a race trying to catch my breath. So in 28, for 2018, I was like, I got to do something different because 
all these ambitious plans I'd set at the top of the year didn't manifest. And I started to realize a pattern. And this is what I realized. I recognized that in all the planning I was doing for the new year, there were some key goals or habits that I have failed to incorporate in my bus out year plans or my new year plans. There's not going to be any shortage of articles or podcast episodes that are going to talk about, you know, leveling up for the new year, what goals you should be making, what marketing, social media. I want us to take stock and incorporate these key goals and habits into the new year that have nothing to do with metrics or business or career, but to do with self-care and being kinder to ourselves. One of the four goals or habits that I'm looking to incorporate into the new year is reclaiming my time. In order to reclaim my time, I have to be mindful of what I'm taking on. And if I have to take on something, if I've evaluated that I, this is something worth taking on, I have to make sure that I've determined something that I can no longer do. Reclaiming my time also means saying no and putting boundaries around your time, right? So number two is taking inventory of the people, things, projects, and start pruning them. Because sometimes we do things and it's like, well, I've been doing it for so long, but we've lost meaning as to why we're doing this. You know, sometimes we hold on to relationships because, you know, our friendships, because we've done them for, we've had them for so long, but people have it's people grow apart and that's a natural part of life so are you maintaining connections with people just for the sake of maintaining you know are you spending more time socializing than you need to are there people in your life that are not adding value you know to your lives however way whether you want it from a personal spiritual professional or or a business aspect you have to start pruning number three So after you've reclaimed your time, you've taken inventory of the people, things, projects that are taking up space in your life, the next thing is embrace that space. A lot of time we rush to fill those spaces, right? Number four, give yourself permission to relax, to decompress, to unwind. So here's how I did on those four things that I wanted to incorporate, those four habits that I wanted to incorporate into 2018. So the first goal was reclaiming my time. And yes, I know it was all of the rage with Representative Maxine Waters, but I really did a good job of reclaiming my time. That was because I was more mindful. Plus, having a baby at the top of the year kind of helped. I was on maternity leave and people seem to understand that, oh, you just have a baby, they'll let you go or they'll give you space. And I took that opportunity to embrace the space people were giving me and reclaiming my time. And then over time, people just assume that, oh, you have a baby. So it kind of helped. So I wanted to, I want to thank... <laughs> I want to thank my baby boy, Harrison, for helping me to do a really good job of reclaiming my time for the new year. And because that happened, it helped, it forced me to do it because I had no choice, but it also made it easier for me to make those adjustments after the initial newborn period to now he's like running around pulling things down. But in reclaiming my time, um, I was able to really get a good sense of the things that I 
did want to do and the things that I didn't want to do. So I've said it before, social media is a necessity for business and for the podcast, for growth, for everything. But I am not the best person to do this. I've known from a very long time that I'm not the best person on social media. And I've been looking for someone to help or join the team and help with social media. Because I don't go on social media personally. So I knew that in order for me to reclaim my time, giving up social media was top and first and foremost on my list. And getting help in other places were top and foremost on my list. And I've been making great strides towards that finding and sometimes it's testing and finding the right people because anyone could tell you whether it's business, most of you are in companies or in corporate America and hiring is not the easiest thing. You have to make the right choice. It's sometimes, you know, some choices don't work out, but I'm happy to say that I was really good about reclaiming my time. And for those instances that I didn't do very well, I took a step back and reassess that the projects that I work on, um, I need to see that the people who are inviting me to, to work on their projects are just as committed because I don't want to end up with a project that I'm more committed to the project than the person who asked me to help on the project. So I, 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 I got a 70. If I were to grade myself, I'd give myself a 65, 70 on that with room to grow. Also, saying no was easy because I had the baby. I mean, it's, you know, I was saying no, I don't. And um, saying no was it was also being honest. So as I came to the end of the year, it was just being firm in certain things that I was presented with and said, no, that's not for me. That's okay. I'm good in this lane. And um, felt very in touch with my power to say no, like, no, that doesn't fit. And, and, and knowing what fights I want to have in terms of not physical fights, obviously, but knowing what things I really want to push for, you know, and, and knowing the things I'm like, no, it's okay. I don't want to go beyond here. No, I do not want to go that that is not the vision I have for myself or the brand or for work or blah, blah, blah. So saying no, got easier because I was able to create that boundary around my time and what aligned or what was working for me. This pruning part of projects and people, I think was the one that I did the best with or well, I don't know if I say want to do the best. So this pruning of people and projects was the one that I had to actively work through. So the first one with reclaiming time that came a little easier because I had a baby, but pruning people and projects somewhat came easier because the first half with the baby, but it then got a little bit more challenging. But I, as, as I, the interesting thing about it was that it wasn't a goal that was at the front of my mind. It was just there. And I, I, because I said it at the beginning of the year and it sent it off into the universe, I felt like lessons were coming to me to learn without remembering this. So, um, 
on several occasions, I had to call my friends and say, listen, I realized that I've been doing this and I realized that I've been trying to keep up with people or main con- maintain connections with people who really didn't want to maintain or keep up with me. And then I realized I gave myself permission to let those go and say, you know, what? that's OK. You tried and they don't want to keep up with you. So it's OK not to continue to keep up with them. And as I had this revelation, it was just like, oh, wow. This actually feels freeing because I I felt like, you know, it was my job to keep up with them. But once I released myself from it, because it was it was like in a previous episode, you know, Paul C. Brunson said it, a relationship is reciprocal. Right. So I was making effort. The other people weren't making effort. And so there's no relationship there, whether it's a friendship, colleague, business relationship, whatever it is, there's none. And I released myself from that. And having released myself to to keep up with them, what they're going doing, supporting everything that they're doing, especially if it's not being reciprocated. So this was one of the ones that I had to actively be aware of to see if I'm just falling into, like I said, old habits and all oh, because they've been there for a while, just keep doing things. And since I've done that, like I said, with everything else, it impacts the reclaiming your time because you have less people you are trying to keep up with. So it's like you make more room for other things in your life. Number three was my favorite. It was my favorite because I enjoyed it. I enjoyed not once I got finished with the project, once I started clearing out clutter, I felt good just kind of sitting back. It's like, it's that feeling where, you know, when you clean up the house and you look around and you're like, yeah, the house clean. You, you could even see, you know, the sparkles just because it clean or whatever it is. And when you sit down and you're like, ah, that feeling, I really enjoyed not filling the space. And well, not filling the space with more work to do or the busyness, right? But enjoying that time and just enjoying time with family or, you know, being on the couch watching more movies or TVs because as you fall into this thing about entrepreneurship, side hustle and working, you find less time to do things that are enjoyable and finding Freeing up my time and doing more fun things was an amazing experience. And I look forward to not looking to fill the spaces that I've emptied, you know, just enjoying that I have a moment to to relax and enjoy the space that I've created in my life. I think this last one about allowing myself um, to relax. I think that one hit home just now because over the holidays, um, my kids have been sick and I had big plans over the holidays. I had a lot of vacation time and you know, people in corporate, you have vacation time, you can't carry it over into the new year. So you better use as much of it, or you can only carry over a certain number. So whatever you can't carry over, you better use it or else you lose it. So I was like, okay, cool. I'm taking all this time that I can't carry over into the new year and I'm just going to take the end of December off and enjoy. And and 
I, I, I don't know if I had plans to enjoy, to be honest. I had plans to catch up on work. There were different blog stuff, podcast stuff, and just stuff around the house. I had planned to work. It was time off from work, but it was like time for work around the house, time for work on the blog or the podcast. And it turned out that my kids were sick. They've been having a cold. You know how it is. Kids are in school, sniffle, sniffles, and the baby got sick. The baby's sick. He wants to be held, everything. And it was just like for, for the entire time I was home, I didn't get any work done. If I got to round up all the junk mail and decide how it's going to be shredded, that's probably the most I got done. And I, and I started to get frustrated because I was like, I took this whole time off to get work done and I didn't get work done. And in the end, by the end of the new year, because all I could do, I wasn't getting a lot of sleep. There's a sick child in the house. They're stuffy. All of this is happening. And by the before the new year hit, I realized that the baby being sick wasn't a good thing. But he being sick forced me to just relax. So whenever he we did get to put him down for a little amount of time, you know, I was watching TV or I was just relaxing. My nieces and nephews were here. So it was just really enjoying them being here or just doing little things. So none of the things I had planned to get done, I really got done. I maybe got 1%, maybe 2% done. But the rest of the time, I still... I was able to relax. I didn't do much. The big kids were around, so I didn't have to run around and clean up behind them. So sometimes when it feels like something is blocking you from doing something, sometimes in the end, it's kind of a blessing in disguise because it allowed me to relax. And really and truly, I should have been relaxing those last few weeks and not focused on getting getting through a checklist. So... That was how I did on my goals from 2017 for 2018. I feel like there's room for improvement. So what's the verdict? In going through these new habits, right? Because they're not just goal. They're, they're habits. They're new. They're lifestyle changes. I want to stick with these. And the one thing that this brought me to, because I can honestly feel that I started the year and everyone uses this a word, but it's it, it feels right. And I'm going to share a quote that I heard in New Year 2016. And it said, be patient with yourself. Change is instantaneous, but alignment takes time. And that quote, I'll credit to Julian Gordon, because we we want to make the changes, but it takes time to realign ourselves and get used to the new changes that we are trying to incorporate. And with alignment, sometimes that means pivoting, reassessing goals, reassessing targets, reassessing, because alignment is a series of moves left to right or up and down so that it could be in harmony. And that is kind of the one thing from my experience in 2019, the small adjustments left, right, up, down to be in harmony with who I feel is or what I feel is right for me in that moment or right for me and my family in that moment. And also being very introspective about 
what I'm doing, what I'm not doing, what I could be better at and making the alignment that I know is going to take time. And sometimes it means continuing new habits to further embed them into a new lifestyle. And I feel like these are four habits I want to continue because I believe these four habits that I started in 2018, I feel like these are ones that I look forward to continue in 2019. How did you do on your goals for 2018? What are your goals for 2019? I would love to hear them. What are your plans? What did you think about the show? Thanks again for listening. And until next time, walk good. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience. We post new episodes on Tuesdays every two weeks. And if you're looking to learn more, buy merchandise, sign up for a newsletter, check out our website, carryonfriends.com. You've been listening to Carry On Friends, a show about the Caribbean American experience. Produced by Breadfruit Media. We post a new episode every two weeks on Tuesday. And if you're looking to learn more, buy our merch, or sign up for a newsletter, check out carryonfriends.com. Or find us on all social media platforms at carryonfriends.com.